You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Police books. What on earth is he doing here? Well, these things are usually on the street. A beard. See you, Julian. Faint vibration. It's alive. Earth Station Food, a fun mashup celebrating nearly 50 years of the Doctor Who universe. Hold tight. You never know where the TARDIS is going next. Blossom, yes, blossom. It's the only sad thing. I want to know what happens next. Right then. Doctor whoever I'm about to be. Tag. You're it. Hey there, Whovians. Welcome to another episode of the Earth Station Who podcast. That's right, folks. This one's going to be an interesting one. This is our first official 60th anniversary uh, recording or something that's, you know, basically tying into the 60th anniversary. We're looking at the first part of Once in Future, Past Lives, which, of course, has Tom Baker returning as the doctor, a doctor, I should say. <laughs> and Sadie Miller as Sarah Jane Smith. So it's pretty awesome that we get that. And we also have some other friends that we'll be talking about in this episode. And it was a lot of fun to listen to Tom. And it's it's some neat things going on. And we got a great crew to talk all about it tonight. Of course, Mr. Mike Gordon is here. Howdy. And Ms. Mary Ogle. How are you, Mary? I'm peachy keen, as somebody used to say. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. It's great to, for all three of us to be back together because this is the first time in over a month that we've actually all three of us have recorded uh, for Earth Station Who. So we, you know, we're not counting uh, that we did what two weeks ago. We did the <laughs> uh, LGBT episode for Earth Station One all together. That counts. It counts. Yeah. But it wasn't. That counts a lot. It wasn't under the Earth Station Who moniker, though. So no, and but people I, should still check it out. Oh, very much. Absolutely. An episode. It's available up anywhere you can find a fine podcast, or up on YouTube. So check it out. Earth Station One, an LGBT look at Victor Victoria, hosted by the lovely Mary Ogle. So definitely check it out. I was just going to say, I think it's well worth listening to. Oh, it's definitely worth listening to. It was, a, it was a fun episode, and we've gotten a few comments and people thanking us for reviewing that movie and at the, the stance we took on it and everything, which is pretty darn That's awesome. 
which is really, really, really awesome. So it's cool. So it's always great to talk to you guys. It was great to meet a lot of you guys at Concaster Burris. And can't believe that's almost a month ago also already. And I can't it, believe the year is over more than half over. I know. 2023 is, you know, right going fast. And it's interesting, too, because, you know, I remember it just feels like yesterday. Oh, the 60th anniversary is so far away. It's not that far away. Not anymore. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. <laughs> And so it's always fun to talk about some big finish stuff, and we're going to have a lot of fun with this one. And we definitely would love to hear from you guys at home. Feedback at Earth Station, who is the best way to get in touch with us? And, you know, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, please do. We would love you guys to do that. And also join our Facebook group. We have a great Doctor Who discussions. And as Doctor Who news comes out, we post it there first. So definitely keep up with it at Earth Station Who up on Facebook. It's pretty straightforward, folks. You know what? Let's jump into a little bit of Doctor Who news. I know this is pretty dated already, but we're getting an old companion back in Season 14 of Doctor Who. Let's welcome back Mel. Bonnie Langford is back. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> she is not one of our... I'm not sure is she any one of ours... No. Favorite no. companions, no. No. and that's nothing on Bonnie Langford, by the no, way. No, no, it has nothing to do with her personally. No, it, it was... doesn't. It's just that uh, Mel was uh, not my favorite companion by a uh, by a long shot. Mm -mm. And it's interesting too because she got kind of hosed with Doctor Who. Truthfully, you know the whole trial of Time Lord thing that she got thrown into it at the very end of it, and then she got you know put on hold until they brought Doctor Who back with Sylvester, and it just was not a right fit in a lot of ways. Yeah. And so she, her character didn't, it wasn't, she didn't have justice for her. And she's also one of those actors that has shined completely with Big Finish. Yeah, well, the nice. nice thing about this is that maybe she will get her chance to really shine. Mm -hmm. Exactly, on screen. Mm -hmm. and everything i can't remember i know it's just me getting old but in power of the doctor was she one of the folks in the support group yes okay that's what i thought i was just like going am i was i imagining it and just hoping <laughs> all the old <laughs> were there. Yeah, there there are a lot of uh former companions in there and uh uh i don't know how many of them you know they 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 might be sprinkled throughout the the 60th anniversary season that we're getting the specials and all that but uh uh you know certainly it's confirmed that she's uh one of them i i don't know if this is actually bbc officially confirmed it because uh most of the things that i've read are and seen the pictures of her and shooty so she's not going to be interacting as far as we know with david mm -mm. she's going to be uh, she's going to be involved with the shooty's run Yes, completely. So that's uh, pretty interesting. It is interesting, and it is official from BBC that she is returning. But the photos that they've released are not official. So, yeah, take it for what you will, folks. I personally think that they've been leaked, and I use air quotes on the word leaked, from, you know, Russell T. Davies' group to keep Doctor Who in the news pretty much. Getting it yeah, excited for the anniversary specials. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. 
you know, regardless of whether or not, you know, they're officially leaking anything or unofficially leaking anything, because officially they've been like every, like we said last time, I think, uh, they've been uh, announcing uh, guest cast uh, just almost every two or three weeks. There's mm-hmm. someone. Uh, and uh, I think it's a great way to keep Doctor Who in the news, to get people excited, uh, to feel like it's still around, even if it's not on. Uh, I think it's it's awesome to see that uh, they're doing that. And I don't know. I, I imagine that's a lot of Russell T, uh, probably a lot of uh, uh, the uh, production company, what, Bad Wolf, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I don't know, maybe it's a little bit of Disney because I can't say it's BBC because they never did this. <laughs> like, yeah. this was not something they, they've done for the last like 10 years or so that they've had new who. So I don't, this is not coming from them. This is coming from a, a new showrunner, so to speak, new, a new creative team, a new marketing team, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, whoever it is, I, I think it's a smart play. Um, you know, because you want to get excited about it. If it's gone out of sight, out of mind, with so many other things that are happening and streaming and everything like that, it's easy to just forget. Uh, yeah. Yep. I agree completely. We also had a, another announcement for a new guest coming. Mr. Mike, who is the lucky person who's going to be appearing in season 14. Well, we have the lucky Lenny Rush is joining the cast. <laughs> that is awesome. So tell people who don't know who Lenny Rush is, because I've never heard of him before, truthfully. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't think I've actually seen him in anything. I know that he has won a BAFTA, which is the uh, British equivalent of the Emmys or Oscars here in the States. Cool. Um, he, uh, and he's very young. He just won one. He, he won the BAFTA at the age of 14. Um, so he's very young. Uh, he will be joining uh, an episode or we don't know exactly the, the extent of it, but, um, we do know that he will be joining, uh, Shooty's a doctor, not David's Shooty's doctor. Um, but, uh, uh, he won the BAFTA for a starring role in, uh, something called Am I Being Unreasonable? Uh, which was a comedy program. Uh, so he won best male performance in that. So, um, so apparently he's funny. That's good. You know, we could always just look <laughs> awesome. in Doctor Who. You know, we don't want to laugh at the show. We want to laugh with the show. Sure. So, you know, because we had enough of that during the Chimnal era that we <laughs> laughing at, at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's already been established too many, 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 many times that uh, uh, comedians. Uh, are very good at uh, portraying dra- dramatic situations. Like they're very good at converting over to drama um, when need be. Um, I think more so than dramatic actors are, you know, converting into comedians. <laughs> like, yeah. I, just, uh, I, I think it's harder to go the other way. I mean, yeah. it, it's not that people can't do it at all, but no, it's definitely harder. Oh, very much so. Agree completely with that. So I think it's going to be a ton of fun, though. And we're looking forward to seeing what everyone, what they come up with and, you know, what kind of character he's going to be playing. It would be interesting, you know, to have a younger companion like that, you know, possibly traveling with the Doctor and Ruby. I think that would be kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, I don't want the TARDIS to get too full. 
So, no, no, not you at know, all. I, I, I certainly, uh, most of the people that they've announced, apart from Shooty and Millie, I, I hope are guest stars. Um, yeah, this are at least recurring. Not, oh, yes, not, very not much. Not there so. all the time. Right. Because, uh, you know, I mean, Look, I mean, I know that Doctor Who, in my opinion, is in more capable hands than it was previously. But uh, see, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. It's, <laughs> we're, we're like a few minutes in. I'm not gonna go there yet. Just it was yet. Right there on the tip <laughs> of your tongue. <laughs> I backed off. I backed off. Your restraint um, is admirable. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I don't want to put that burden. I, and I think uh, Russell T and the team are smart enough to know that, like, look, if you the more people you have, the harder it is. So um, I, I think uh, he's going to spread the wealth here and just, uh, you know, I, what I really like, though, is that we're going to we are right now we're showing or we're going to see stories that are full of casts of characters that are interesting, talented individuals, which in and of itself is exciting. Uh huh. That's yes. true. True, 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 true. It'll be very interesting to see what happens. And right now, it's all a guessing game, folks. We don't know anything. No. I'm not going to try to be one of those podcasts that go, yep, well, this is what we've heard is going to happen and everything. We don't do that here. We just chibno bash, but we don't do the other. Right. <laughs> yeah, we fill our time with chibno bashing. Exactly. exactly. We don't. Yeah, we know nothing. So we might as well then, since that's most of the Doctor Who news that's coming out right now, let's jump in to um, the review, because this is Doctor Who, Once in Future, Past Lives, which is the first part of eight that Big Finish is doing. The second part is actually out as of this recording date already. Yep. So, <laughs> Artist at the end of time. Which is real interesting, because we have the fourth Doctor... And Sarah meeting unit and also the meddling monk is back. And in yep. the uh and in the next installment, the second installment, it's the fifth doctor, uh Peter Davison actually working with his daughter. Um and you get a kind of a, a preview of that in this one. Uh, because you um, they kind of mentioned the doctor's daughter at the end of this one. So you kind of figure she's gonna be and I guess Colin has a little bit part. Now in this one. Obviously, we're spoiling it. So for people who haven't listened to this, we are going to talk about spoilers here. Um, but this one has voices from almost every incarnation of the Doctor uh, at the beginning of it. Very briefly. At the uh, beginning, yes, very, yeah. Um, they have all the way through Paul McGann's Doctor. They have the voices of. Cause Which it makes sense because it's eight, eight Doctors. I mean, it's eight episodes. So you figure yes. one per Doctor. Exactly. Yeah. And the story takes place starts in the time war and that's so it's probably supposed to be john hurt's doctor the war doctor that it starts on because it's not any of the new series doctors so it's it's just interesting with that that would that would be a ninth doctor yep so and they're, I, but they're not they're not nine episodes no <laughs> Well, so, who I mean, knows how how closely yeah, exactly. they're going to follow that. But but it looks like I mean they they've come up with a concept, which I think is interesting about the doctor degenerating instead of regenerating. He's degenerating, so he's visiting past selves, even though he has the conscious and memories of the current doctor, who, as Mike alluded to, is probably uh, the war doctor, but it might be the eighth doctor. Yeah, we don't um, know for sure. We don't right. know. So. Um, 
But so this gives a, and every story is going to involve an incarnation of the doctor along with various companions and other cast members uh, mixing it all up. It's not going to be a one for one match. It's just going to mix up different uh, characters with different doctors just just to shake things up a bit. And I think that's that's an interesting concept. I mean, that's a great way to celebrate the 60th anniversary. Well, it was interesting, too, because you also got not like Letchworth Stewart and old unit from the third doctor and fourth doctor era. You got modern unit in this. You got mm-hmm. Kate Stewart and Osgood. Yeah, really I think that made me wonder if that was an allusion to the rumored spinoff that they are going to do, if that's somehow going to tie in to a, a unit spinoff. Well, they've been, those two have been recording unit. Uh, oh, uh, I, 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 for I, I know. Finish, so. I know. And, and I think but every, having them as part of the 60th anniversary, I find is interesting. And everybody here is, you know, been doing uh, big finish for a while. I, this is the first time I'd heard Sadie uh, portray her mother's character, Sarah Jane. Um, and this is, I think, the first time I've heard the meddling monk, and he's been in a ton of big finish. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I think, first off, Sadie did amazing. She nailed it with Sarah Jane. I mean, mm-hmm. great, as good as you job. could. I mean, yeah. she's very difficult to replace. Oh, of course. But Vocally, she sounds like her mom. And, of course, the writing was spot on, I thought, with Sarah Jane. I liked that a lot and everything. And it's cool they got the Sarah Jane right after the Hand of Fear, literally. Right. Like, right. After she dropped right. off. Right. Like and moments after she's dropped off. <laughs> exactly, which was which was just awesome. And But it was interesting. The Monk, I this is the first time I've heard an audio version of The Meddling Monk. And it was interesting. I kept on hearing Mark Hamill's Joker. That's I was thinking the same thing, Mike. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was like, man, they've really I don't know if they've they're they've like if this is a different incarnation of the monk. Um, because I don't recall the episode that we watched with the monk. I don't remember him being like this. So I don't know if he's regenerated within Big Finish and this is the this is the monk that that uh, has been around for me. Yeah. Like I said, he's been around in a lot of big finish adventures. From the research I've done, he's he's regenerated a couple times in big finish. Oh, okay. So it makes sense. Yeah. He's only appeared, I think in two different storylines. Yeah. Cause officially, I mean, according to, you know, the uh, canon, let's say the BBC stuff, he's not a time lord. Like he was, that's that, that episode did not firmly officially, but everybody has, has sort of taken that to mean that he, you know, to, to say that, yes, he, he is and all that. But I don't think we've ever had any official word from BBC that he's a time Lord, but big finish is trying to take in the idea and run with it. Well, he did have a TARDIS in that one storyline with, you know, and the doctor, you know, put a, it looked exactly like the doctor's TARDIS inside. And he, you know, put a kibosh on it that, you know, trapped, supposedly had trapped the monk at the end of the story that we reviewed. They never stay trapped, do they? No, they never do. Well, he came back in one, in, I think it was either Dalek Master Plan or one of the other Dalek stories in the first Doctor era to get revenge on the Doctor. And right. I don't know how they ended that. So, 
it was just interesting. And then, like I said, Big Finish has used him quite a bit. He's one of those uh, renegade figures that have not uh, yet been brought into New mm-hmm. Exactly. But it, it's just interesting. And he wasn't completely, you know, he was a bad guy, but he wasn't the bad guy in the storyline. Yeah, he wasn't necessarily like irredeemably evil or anything like that. It's more that he's desperate. Yes, that's a good way to put it. He was desperate. And he had a price on his head and he had nano bombs inside of him. In his blood. So yeah. that, yeah, that would tend to motivate you. Exactly. But you get the idea that he's like, he's mainly motivated by money, not so much power. And, and, and uh, like the master is motivated by power. Um, but yeah, uh, he, he's more the charming thief trope. I don't know if I'd say charming, but <laughs> I didn't, I don't think I found him that charming. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's the, I don't know, lovable rogue, maybe. Okay. If you want I don't know if I, 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 could, I mean, I, don't, I mean, same, same difference. I don't know if I would <laughs> consider him lovable though, either. Cause I, to be honest with you, I don't, I, I don't, I overall, it, his performance did not make me go, Ooh, I want to hear more monk adventures. Uh, apparently he's a big character in, in a lot of the Missy audio adventures. So if you if you want to hear the Missy adventures, you're going to hear a lot of uh, uh, what is his name? Um, Rufus Hound. Rufus Hound as as yeah the meddling monk. But yeah, it was funny though because I felt like he was totally channeling Mark Hamill in this. I did too. I got that impression too. There was a few times where it just seemed like spot on. And so it was just like, aha. So that was, it was, it was fun though. It really, really was fun. And it was a fun adventure. And I loved, you know, Osgood and her collection of Doctor Who all through all the Doctor in her, that she brought home and everything. And it was just, yeah, like, she, she brings her work home. <laughs> exactly. is, uh, she is a fangirl. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's great. It's like, oh, celery. You know, oh, I used to use that. I love, I love that line. And then, and then you saw, oh, look at all these. Are these? Is that a rock band? Uh, not, not entirely, sir. Yeah, <laughs> these look like rock stars. Exactly. Nope. <laughs> or, or she, um, Sarah Jane was like, these look like rock stars. Uh, no, they're incarnations of the doctor. That is funny. That, that <laughs> put them all awesome. together they do kind of look like a, a band <laughs> getting the band back together mm-hmm. it was awesome so it was what, what did you think of uh i mean obviously it's nice to hear tom and and uh granted he's much older um but i still think uh i don't know if they de-age his voice a little bit because there were times where he didn't sound very rough i mean it, it sounded no. smooth I was going to say that too. It sounded like they smoothed out his voice, and uh, at least in in parts. It's got an interesting because this is the first time I've heard a big finish. I think that started with some sort of bumper that uh, Tom read, like "Big Finish," where stories come. I, I don't oh, know what the, that was. So uh, awesome. That yeah. was so awesome. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I, I thought that they uh, kind of missed an opportunity because at the end, I think Tom's last line is "Who knows," and I thought he was going to repeat repeat it by saying like "Who knows," but he he didn't, and I was like, "Oh man, 
like why am i touching my nose it's not a video <laughs> podcast you know? but he but he does utter my favorite line in the story uh which is uh after uh, unit kind of explains uh their procedures about what to do with the black archives should uh an alien force or should should humans be destroyed or something like that uh the doctor says how ingeniously stupid Yes, I love that. I love that too because it is ingeniously stupid. It's like you're, you're keeping all this dangerous technology. Well, I I walked in here, and you think nobody can walk in here? I thought this place was supposed to be TARDIS proof. <laughs> Obviously not. But uh, it's interesting because you know Tom's playing the fourth doctor in a way, but he's also got some memories that the current doctor has. So he's got all the memories, I guess, of all the other incarnations after him, although it doesn't really come up that often. Um, but uh, the story line that they kept referring to with him and Sarah Jane with the Hyreth, I was like, did I miss something? Like, I don't remember this story at all. Um, and apparently it's the one that still hasn't been told. So it's a, mm -hmm. it's a off the book story, uh, not, uh, not one of their episodes or anything like that. It was, uh, something that I guess maybe they'll do at some point or maybe not, who knows, but, um, yeah, it was just something that, uh, and I, and that was okay. I mean, I kind of felt like if the 60th anniversary, if you're like, um, it would be okay if they referenced another big finish story, um, in addition to an actual, you know, BBC story as well. Um, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I don't know if I found the high rith actually that interesting by themselves. Yeah. No, I don't see. I think that's kind of where it fell apart. Like I, I was in, enjoying this audio until they got to the ship and then the, the scenes act. on. Yeah. And then it just kind of falls apart and it starts dragging. And it's it's too bad because it's enjoyable, I think, up until that time. But I think it's what what you were. I agree with what you're saying. The high rest just aren't that interesting as villains. Yeah. And it's tied up very neatly and very like conveniently. It was almost too easy, you know, when the yeah. was restoring them. And it basically was, oh, this is the end of their life cycle. They're all dying. Yeah, it seemed like it was a, I mean, we've kind of seen this play out with the Solarians before, right? And other yeah, things like, it's oh, very okay. similar. yeah, they, they have to be woken up and they'll take over the world and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, it just didn't seem like it was breaking new ground. And then there was no surprise. I mean, I kind of, I mean, I, I felt that they kind of uh, gave us a, the ending really too early by, I mean, I, there was no suspense in my mind. I was like, yeah, they're going to wake up and die. Uh, I mean, that's what the one did when it attacked them at unit. And mm -hmm. I saw no reason why the others wouldn't do that too. And the doctor, I don't know, I guess he didn't say it to anybody because that would have, you know, that would have ruined the surprise for listeners. But I kind of felt like also it was a little bit callous of the doctor as well to uh i mean i know he didn't press the button to wake them up and he you know quote unquote tried to stop them but really i mean he he pretty much allowed a, a whole race to go extinct and then i think someone asked about it i think sarah jane or something calls him on it and he's just like he says something about like oh they're just some enemies that get don't deserve to live or something like that and i was like where does that come from that doesn't yeah. sound like the doctor at all 
Right. Yeah, I, I, I'm paraphrasing, um, but you know, it just seemed kind of, kind of callous yeah, I mean, to me. Yeah, he basically says, "Well, they all deserve to die anyway." So. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and the fact that 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 ship has been over that town for, uh, like a century or whatever it's been, it's like, yeah, that I'm not buying that. That just that's too long. Yeah. You don't you don't believe there's a cloak ship ever at Glastonbury? <laughs> <laughs> the 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 festival or the town? I love that. I, I love like, that line. I did like yeah. that line too. Oh, like, and, that's very specific. <laughs> and Jenna was awesome as you know as Lesper Stewart as she was awesome. Yeah, Stewart and Osgood have great chemistry. Yeah, they were great. And it was it was really it was nice seeing them in the story, and it it worked really well all the way around. And they worked well with Tom, which was great. And it was interesting because I was listening to the interviews afterwards, and Tom was like going, "It's hard to tell with himself now where he ends and the Doctor begins." And I think it always has been. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't. That's not new. <laughs> I am Doctor Who, <laughs> and which was awesome, and I just loved his reaction to everything. And I, you know, and it, he was great in it, and and it was neat because it was like, and when he like first saw Sarah, Sarah, and the doctor, she's like Doctor, and he says, "Oh, hello, Sarah." She's like, "You're acting like you haven't seen me in so much time," and it's like it's been many regenerations, and. Then she goes, oh, for me, it's just been a couple minutes, you know. Yeah. It's like, ah, uh, the problems with travel, Sarah. So that was so, awesome. Do you think that any of this is going to tie in to the 60th anniversary specials? Or is this basically just throwing us off? No, this is just Big Finish, I think, doing their own thing. I think that's what they've done. That's what they did for the 50th. That's what they've done mm -hmm. all along. I don't think they... Uh, you know, from all I, from what I gathered from the, the writing and of it and looking at behind the scenes, um, this thing has been planned out at big finish. Russell T and them, them have nothing to do with any of this. So I, I, I don't think this is going to affect, uh, one way or another, anything that happens with the David Tennant specials or Shooty's run for that matter. That's interesting too, because I agree with that. And, I think they're just doing it to throw you off a little bit because, you know, the doctor technically degenerated. Yeah. You know? And, and obviously they're celebrating, they are celebrating, even though they haven't had it for, had the property for 60 years, they had it for quite some time. I don't know how long I can't, I don't know exactly when they started doing it, but, um, you know, almost all the characters in this and all the ones that I'm looking at in the next few uh, storylines that they've announced so far are all ones the uh, characters that they've worked with have their have their own adventures et cetera et cetera i mean it seems like it's it's a way to play off uh their own doctor who universe of characters and things uh, rather than the official bbc stuff i agree with that agree with it too it's like celebrating because they've been doing it you know since what the late 90s now yeah, I think so. I don't know exactly what year. I yeah. would imagine that at some point, if that anniversary comes up, they'll want to celebrate it as well. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I think it's pretty cool, folks. I definitely do. So any final thoughts on this one? Or do we want to just go ahead and rate this one? 
Well, I guess the big question is uh, how eager are you or we to continue all eight of these? Uh, you know, the second one is out. Uh, Artists at the end of time with the fifth doctor primarily. Uh, and then that's followed this month in July with a genius for war. I think that is with Collins. Is that right? Uh, that is with, I'm sorry, Sylvester's. Sylvester. Okay. And then August, we have two's company, which is Colin uh, again. Um, so, uh, and there's various other characters, of course, um, that are, are popping up. Um, Rose's mom is in the, uh, fourth episode uh looks like michelle for uh michelle uh what's her name michelle gomez no uh she was in the one of the david Tennant specials with the bus uh oh she was the bionic woman i know yeah yeah yeah. um looks like she might be popping up in the Lady fourth Christina episode it's coming back yeah um but it also looks like uh uh harry is in that one too so interesting um, i wonder who they'll have playing him because I know his character has popped up a couple times. It in this one you do get to hear their the big finished versions of the first, second, and third doctors. Um it is, you know, you know, what are they gonna do? They're not they obviously they had to replace him, so they're gonna they they've chosen the voices that this is the voices that they're working with, but you know, it's it is weird hearing uh these characters voiced by different people it doesn't really like i had to really concentrate and be like okay which doctor is this and i and i only got it by what they were talking about rather than their voice yeah it can get confusing the only one i recognized was sylvester's because the way he rolls is Um, but I mean, you know, are we, you know, are we hooked? Are we planning to, uh, you know, to, to board the whole train all eight episodes or, I mean, either off air or, you know, as part of the show? Um, I might off the air probably, but, uh, I want to see where it goes. And if it just blows me away, we'll probably be revisiting it. So, so yeah, I so mean, the- I have mixed feelings about it cause I really, I liked I liked about half of this, you know, and then it kind of let me down. And so it left me not as excited about the next one. Um, I could understand that. Though, you know, I have found Big Finish can sometimes be very inconsistent within a series. Yes. So, So you can get some really good ones and some not so good ones. Yeah, I haven't really got down, you know, we've listened to a lot of, most of what we listen to, I think, uh, on the show, and me personally, is the River Song uh, Diaries. Um, and so those are inconsistent with themselves, like within a whole, yeah. like, set. Within their um, own set, yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, some of the doctors do it for me more than others. Um, they're... The premise of this, though, is that, of course, you know, he shot at the beginning during the time war. He doesn't know who shot him. He believes that the monk was there. Um, And, you know, he's trying to find out. First of all, he's trying to stop the the degeneration. Um, And it sounds like in the next one, he goes forward a little bit. So I guess he's inching closer and closer to his current incarnations with... uh, with the Peter Davison one coming up next. Um, 
I'm I'm curious. Uh, you know, it's like I you know they're, they're relatively if you buy them one by one, like one a month or whatever, it's relatively like it's twelve bucks, right? So it's not really mm-hmm. that a lot to ask for. Um, obviously, if you add it all up in your head, and you they do offer a bundle that you can get for like seventy some dollars to download them all. Um, that is you know too much for me to to buy for a whole set. Um, but yet, you know, if I buy them individually, it's going to add up to be even more. So I, it's weird. It's one of those things that I'm like, I don't know yet. I'm not a hundred percent convinced, but I'm curious. Let's say that. Yeah. I mean, I may be, I, I'll probably buy the next one just to, because it's, it's not, I find it unfair to just judge by one, mm. you know, how the rest of the series is going to go. So I will probably at least eventually buy the next one and see if it, you know, and, and, you know, quality goes up and I'm thinking, okay, well, Peter Davidson kind of interests me, especially dealing with uh, his, uh, his real life daughter acting wise. I don't know if they've done that before. So that's intriguing to me. Um, I've never been a huge fan of, you know, John Nathan Turner era. So the next two with Sylvester and Colin are not ones that I consider that I'm too excited about, but the ones they haven't announced yet, you know, five, six, seven, and eight, I imagine those are going to have um, folks like River Song, the Eighth Doctor, Paternoster Gang, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe even Frasier, uh, you know, being part of that as well, and some of the other uh, companions. And that that will excite me. So I, I think, you know, even though they're starting, they started off with a bang, and then they go with a couple of doctors I'm not too excited about. But I get a feeling like by the time that it ends, six, seven, and eight, I'm going to be like. Oh yeah, I want to hear those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, to, I mean, I'm not a huge Peter Davidson fan either. However, my favorite big finish is Spare Parts that has, and it's Peter Davidson. Right. So no, I agree um, completely. So with you know, that. you you just never know. I mean, it depends more on the writing. So, so, so definitely, would you guys recommend this one to our listeners? I'd recommend the first one. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, I think I would. I would say it's worth listening to. Yeah, awesome. if you uh, want to celebrate the 60th anniversary before David Tennant special startup, this is not a bad way to go about it. No. So far, I mean the the opening uh, the opening story, Past Lives, is uh, a thumbs up to me for me. No, agreed, agreed, agreed. So definitely give it a listen, folks. We definitely would love to hear from you guys. Let us know what you thought feedback at our station who.com so that is going to wrap up this episode folks so this was a nice one it's nice to get back to with these two wonderful people and it's always great to talk more doctor who with you guys and as we like to say the anniversary is getting closer and closer so definitely check it out so with that being said thank you for listening if you get a chance please subscribe Please tell your friends, tell your neighbors. We're available wherever fine podcasts are found. Uh, A little bit of note, if you are listening to us on Stitcher Radio, uh, Stitcher is going away. Uh, We got to notice that as of August 29th, Stitcher is going to be discontinued. Uh, We are now up on Pandora, though, and you could find us up there in its place. So definitely, if you're a Pandora listener, you can now find Earth Station Who up there. So definitely check it out and of course everywhere else fine podcasts are found our station who is there so definitely check it out if you get a chance please check out our 
T Public store where we have a brand new coming very probably by the time this goes live, we will have a new wibbly wobbly timey wimey t-shirt going up. And it's gonna be tons of fun. So we definitely would love you guys to check that out. You can just go to T Public and check out the ESO network and that t-shirt will be in there, or you can go to the top of the Earth Station Who website or the ESO Network website and click on the T Public link. Fairly simple, folks. Also, if you get also a chance and want to support us, please go to Patreon. And you know what? ESO Network has a Patreon, and that also helps support Earth Station Who. It keeps the lights on and right above us, so it's awesome, and keeps the cameras rolling, as we like to say. And for as little as a dollar a month, you too could help the ESO Network. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash ESO Network. All right, folks, that's it. I want to thank Mr. Mike. As always, it's been a pleasure, my friend. And as always, it's my pleasure. Anything you need to shout out about or anything, sir? Uh, no, I mean, like I said, I think people should check out. Um, we had a lot of fun uh, talking about Victor Victoria, the three of us on the uh, Earth Station One. And, you know, we're we're discussing all the uh, big summer movies over there as well. So check us out either. Um, I, we have a YouTube channel as well. You can actually see our smiling faces. Damn straight. Damn, damn straight. It's interesting. When I was about to use air quotes when you said big summer movies because there <laughs> hasn't been any huge ones other than Spider-Verse. So it'll be very interesting, but we're having fun watching these movies and talking to you guys about it. So it's pretty cool. And Ms. Mary Ogle, thank you as always. Oh, thank you. Another great one to talk about. Anything you want to promote or shout out? Well, you can find me at maryogle.com or on Etsy at eVision Arts. Excellent, folks. Until next time, my name is Mike Faber. We will see you here on Earth Station Who. Peace, and we will talk to you soon. And let's go off and chase the meddling monk in our TARDIS. <laughs> you have been listening to Earth Station Who, a bi-weekly pop culture podcast dedicated to all things Doctor Who, featuring talents from across the universe. All topics on the show are the sole opinions of the individual and are used for entertainment value alone. You subscribe to our podcast up on iTunes, Stitcher, or follow our blog at www.esopodcast.com. You can also follow us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Google+. If you enjoyed the show, please leave feedback up on iTunes. We're back. Back to talk about cigars, movies, TV shows, and any other nerdy topics here on the Cigar Nerds Podcast. Check us out on CigarNerdPodcast.com and ESONetwork.com. And we have a YouTube channel at Cigar Nerd Podcast where we do cigar reviews, live versions of the show, and any other dumb thing we think to record. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.